Now, I'm not a political person. That's not me. I have my opinions, and I'm not afraid to tell you what they are. But if you disagree with me, I'm not going to hate you for it, okay? That's not me. That's my family, but that's not me. I didn't even vote in the last two elections, you know? My ex-girlfriend used to tell me, if you didn't vote, you're not allowed to have an opinion on politics, but I have my opinions. And I'm not, I'm not afraid to tell you what they are. And that's how come she's my ex-girlfriend. Hello, ma'am. Welcome to Friendly's, where ice cream makes the meal. Look, if you give me two choices, and one is Hillary Clinton, and the other is Donald Trump, I'm going to tell you I've got a third choice, and that's letting you know where you can shove your two choices. Now, don't get me wrong. I have someone who I would have voted for, but if you didn't vote for him, I'm not going to hate you for it. That's not me. I hate people like that. They're too political, and people who are too political are as bad as people who are too religious, and they're the fucking worst. Now, don't get me wrong. I love me some Jesus, but I got people in my life who would tell you that I don't. That's on account of I love him at home and not at church where it costs $20 a week to love him. My ex-girlfriend was that way, too religious, always making me feel bad like I don't have any faith or anything. I say, that's your opinion. I have faith in America. I grew up in the era where this was the greatest country in the world, and we weren't afraid to tell you. And excuse my language, but I don't have faith in the SHIT for brains politicians who want to divide it all up and fuck everybody out the ass. Hello, uh, welcome to Friendlies, ma'am. Uh, ice cream makes the meal. Last election, everyone in my family wanted to know who I was voting for. I said, family, I don't know. But that wasn't true. I knew I wasn't voting because I'm not a political person. Now, if you were to tell me Donald Trump lost by one vote, I'd probably fucking kill myself. But I don't believe it happened like that. I believe the machines they used to steal the election were fucking turbocharged on the same battery they're using to keep Joe Biden's eyes open after 10 a.m. But what do I know? I'm not a political person. I've got my opinions. I've got a person who I would have voted for, and it's damn sure not the man sitting in the White House. But if you voted for him, I don't hate you for it. I'll still shake your hand. I won't shake it too hard. Your arm's probably sore from getting a vaccine every two hours, but I'll leave it at that. But I'll leave it at that. I might ask you the same question I asked my manager, Derek, when he got too political at work. I might say, hey, Mr. Derek, picture the person you just elected to run this country. Now ask yourself, would you trust that weekend at Bernie's ass motherfucker to run the restaurant where we work on a Saturday night? And he didn't answer because his answer is no, because that's when Friendly's makes all its money. Now that's the question that I ask myself every time I consider voting. And if the answer is no, then my answer is fucking fuck no, I'm not voting for him. But I didn't feel comfortable voting for the other guy neither. There were a lot of things I liked about him. He said what he meant, and he's probably the greatest businessman of all time, but that, you know, that actually ended up hurting him, not helping him. He tried to run this country like a business. A country's not a business. It's a country. It's a bunch of people. And the president's not the boss. He's the employee. And when you're somebody's employee, you can't go around telling them you want to build a wall and kick all the Mexicans out on your first day. That You get fucking fired anywhere, even at Friendly's. And I don't hate you if that's how you feel. I've got family who's that way. You know, my ex-girlfriend was that way. That's why she's my ex-girlfriend, but I still don't hate her. In fact, she's Mexican herself, so I can't really say shit. Hello, man. Welcome to Friendly's, where ice cream makes the f uh, meal. What's that? I said, welcome to Friendly's, where ice cream makes the meal. Why are you... What is that? That's the motto of the restaurant, ma'am. But I just say it because I love to. You have a nice meal now.
Now, on January 6th, my ex-girlfriend asked me, what would you do if you found out Donald Trump lost by one vote? And I said, I'd probably fucking kill myself. And you know what she told me? She wanted me to put up a swear jar in my own goddamn house. And this was the second time she asked me to do this. And this was a woman I thought I loved. Now, can you believe that? She was a Baptist. Baptists are too religious. I laughed it off the first time. The second time I said, okay. And I stuck a $20 bill in that bitch and told her I was planning to get my motherfucking money's worth. I said just about every swear word I could fucking think of. And she tried to walk out of my house, so I'm standing there at the front door. I say, why do you hate me? She says, I don't hate you. I says, is it because I'm too political? She says, I don't hate you for that. I say, is it because I had to get the vaccine for work? She says, I don't hate you for that. I say, then why do you hate me? She says, I hate that you are so hateful, Niho. I say, baby, I'm not that guy. That's my family. That's not me. She says, baby, you have become the most hateful person I know. I said, that's your opinion, and I don't hate you for it, even though I did hate that she said that shit, because it's fucking bullshit, especially considering she and her whole family are Baptist. Then I remembered, she's a Baptist, so I said, baby, think on your faith. Don't God tell you to forgive people no matter how fucked up they are, and you love them anyhow? But my baby don't feel that way on account of she's Baptist. She said, you don't have faith in anything anymore. You don't love anything as much as you hate everything. I said, I love you. She said, then why do you hate me? And it hurt. So I asked her, how can I prove my love? She said, you can't. I don't got faith in you no more. That's how she talked. But I hope someday you can prove it to yourself. Hello, ma'am. Welcome to Friendly's. So I said, okay. And I put a swear jar up in my goddamn house, even though she left. I filled it up by the end of the day, too, because I kept screaming, I can't believe that hateful bitch. Then I had to sleep. I had to sleep because I had to wake up early for work. Because I work at Friendly's, and they make us wake up early, even though Friendly's is where ice cream makes the meal. But as I was sleeping, I woke up smelling a strange smell. I thought, that's strange. On account of I don't smell nothing anymore because I got COVID on account of I got the vaccine. But I was smelling something burning. So I ran downstairs and I saw there was this smoke coming out of the swear jar. I was like, oh, shit. And I put my last coin in the swear jar. And as I put it in, I dipped my hand in to see where the smoke was coming from. I wasn't as scared of my hand getting burned or anything. The thought of getting burned wasn't even a thought. Somehow I knew, I don't, I don't know. I knew nothing in that jar could hurt me. And what's more, I, I knew exactly what was in that jar. You ever know something's going to happen before it happens? It's a crazy feeling. I felt that way three times in my life. I knew Trump was going to lose to Biden. I knew my woman was going to walk out on me. And I knew that when I reached into that swear jar... I was going to pull out the flaming stick of Moses. And that's what I did. I pulled it out real slow, like King Arthur pulling the sword from the stone, or more accurately, like Moses pulling his flaming stick out of the burning bush, because that's exactly what I was doing. And I knew I was doing it. When I had it in my hand, I wasn't surprised to see it or anything. 
I knew what it was, and I knew what it looked like on account of I've seen the Prince of Egypt like 2,000 times as the best. And there I was, with Moses' flaming stick from Judaism. I held it over my head. I looked down at the swear jar. My $20 bill was in ashes. The coins were all melted into each other. I was pissed at first because when I put up the swear jar, I figured I might still use the cash to go to Disneyland or something. But as I kept looking at it, I started picking out all the little George Washingtons and seeing how they melded together with the little brown Lincoln faces and how they melted together with the nickel guy, whoever he is. And they were all this one big thing. And I thought to myself, damn. Now that's what America's supposed to look like. A bunch of people mixed the fuck up. That's the greatest country in this world. But then I stared at it too long. You ever stare at something too long till it doesn't make sense anymore? The melty faces started to scare me and the, the, the swear jar started to look like how America would look in like a scary movie. You know, like the ones that rich black directors keep making. But I couldn't stare at it too long anyhow. I had to go to work. Because I work at Friendly's. Where ice cream makes the meal. And where bitch-ass managers like Derek. Who don't let you take a personal day no matter what's going on. Where they work. It don't matter if your woman just left. It don't matter if you just found the flaming stick of Moses. He'll tell you, we all got shit going on. I'll see you at 8. I told him, what the fuck is the point of working a shitty job like Friendly's if I can't trade a fucking shift? He said, look, employment is transactional. You are paid an agreed upon amount of money for an agreed upon amount of work. I said, you're goddamn right, it's transactional, Derek. If we can't have a fucking rational conversation about the transaction, fucking transaction's over. I'm your employee, but I'm not your fucking slave. If I, if I can't ask about the transaction, I don't have a boss. I got a fucking master. And if I was to find out I got a master, I'll leave and find a fucking boss. I promise you that. So now there's a swear jar at Friendly's. I had to come in early to set it up. I brought the flaming stick of Moses with me. I'm going to work the full shift with it in my hand. Hey there, welcome to Friendly's where ice cream made the meal. What's that? I said, welcome to Friendly's where ice cream made the meal. No, what's that there? In your hand, son. This here? Yes. It's mine. Today was pretty good overall. I ended up having a lot of conversation about the Prince of Egypt and how badass it is, even though it's a musical. When I closed the store and there was nobody there except for me and Terry the Mexican who mops up, I took the flaming stick of Moses into the freezer and I stuck it up a barrel of the hunk of chunk of PB fudge. And the flame went out and I went home. First I called my woman. She didn't pick up because she wasn't my woman no more. Then I called my family and I told them about the flaming stick of Moses and how I was alone. And I told them I didn't hate them anymore or their religion or their politics. I told them I didn't want to hate anything ever again. They didn't believe a word of it. And they were worried about me because they thought Jimenez was really good for me even though I, I, you know, they disagreed on certain things. But my dad said, if it took her leaving for me to be nicer and swear a little less, 
Maybe that was God's plan for me all along. And I told my family, family, for the first time since I started working at Friendly's where ice cream makes the meal, I feel like God does got a plan for me. But that said, I said as I stuck a quarter inside my new swear jar, I don't know what the fuck it is.